0: A husband should actively serve his wife and regularly express his affection, his devotion, and his commitment to her. We are citizens of God's kingdom currently living in man's world. We are ambassadors to Babylon. Welcome to episode six. How can I be a rock star husband? This is the second part of a two part series. I am your host, Jason Small. Thanks for joining me. Got out of my cadence last week, was trying to do one every week, and life happened, and I wasn't able to record it last week. So, thanks for your patience if you've been anxiously anticipating this episode. If you missed that first one, episode 5, go back and listen to that one first. It'll help this one make a lot more sense. So, like I just said, wasn't able to record last week like I typically like to do in my normal cadence. Coincidentally, my home church preached about marriage that last weekend. And not surprisingly, my pastor shared some things I get to include in this episode. The last episode, I discussed how to biblically lead your wife in the context of marriage. Today, I will be shifting my focus on how and why we should serve our brides and how and why we should cherish our wives. Men love, generally speaking, of course, to discuss how we should be strong and bold leaders of the house, right? we That's the part of marriage we really like to talk about and uh, think we really embrace. However, we tend to shy away from the discussion and the challenge of serving our wives and cherishing them. An interesting thing I learned this weekend at church during uh, my pastor's sermon, a Christian marriage is designed to be a testimony and an example of how Christ loves his church to the rest of the world. I've been saying that my own way, kind of, sort of, but my amazing pastor, said it much more clearly, and articulated it much better than I can. Listen to the rest of this episode through the lens of that truth. As we're talking here, just listen to it through the lens that our marriages are supposed to be a testimony to the rest of the world, an example of how Christ loves his church. Before we start today's content, I wanted to go back and review the scripture that we reviewed last time. How does the Bible say we should love our wives? Head to the fifth chapter of Ephesians. And we're going to look at verses 25 through 30 in my favorite New Living Translation. For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or a wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. No one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it just as Christ cares for the church. And we are members of his body. I am now, finally, I am now on a point number two. Point number one last week was lead your wife. Point number two on how to be a rock star husband is serve your wife. How can we serve our wives? Should we even serve our wives? I mean, a lot of us may think I'm the leader, right? Shouldn't the wife be serving me? And I'm going to tell you, if that's still your thought process about what leadership means in the context of marriage, uh, stop. Don't listen to the rest of this episode. Go listen to number five. If you still don't get it, go seek some help. Serving your wife. Serving your wife may actually be the easiest in the practice of the three actions of a rockstar husband. There is a lot of nuance. It's pretty simple. Just serve your wife. Put her needs above yours. Your needs are second to hers. I think most men, in a moment of honesty, knows what it looks like and how to practice this. So if the truth is we know how to do it, why don't we? Wh- why don't we do it? What, what's the holdup? What's the barrier to men actually? and actively serving our wives. So I get to share a little bit of what I learned in church last weekend. So a biblical marriage is a covenant, not a contract. The difference, in a contract, you protect your rights and limit your responsibilities. In a covenant, now listen to this, listen really close. You give up your rights, I say again, you give up your rights and pick up your responsibilities. That's right, in a covenant, you give up your rights and you take on more responsibilities. So that means in marriage, your wife becomes your highest earthly priority, not your job, not your friends, not your hobby. And for a lot of people, this will hurt, not even your kids. Your wife has to be your highest earthly priority. Unfortunately, many of us, especially men view marriage from the perspective of what's in it for me. How do I win? what can I gain? Why is this beneficial? Fellas who are married that have that perspective, that mindset will lead you down a path of resentment and frustration. Primarily, newsflash, we're all human and we always let each other down. So if you're in a marriage and you're expecting all of what you can gain, how do you win, what's in it from you, from another human, you will be disappointing expecting another human to fulfill your heart based on how they perform is never successful you need to completely abandon that mentality your wife is not meant to live up to some scoreboard you have established for her you should be serving your wife sacrificially so on a practical level how, on a practical level how can we actually serve our wives what are things we can do on a daily weekly monthly basis honestly in my experience with my wife serving her is isn't super complicated, isn't super deep, isn't super profound as some might think. My wife really appreciates the small acts of service and my guess is your wife will too. Most times, it simply comes down to thinking of the needs of my wife. First, putting her needs above my own. You know what, actually, I'm down here recording pretty early in the morning. I normally try to have a cup of coffee brewed for her and i just sitting here talking and realize I didn't do that. So I'm going to pause my recording real quick I'm going to go upstairs and get my wife's cup of coffee started. Be right back. All right. My wife's coffee is now brewing upstairs and when she wakes up she'll have a warm, delicious cup of coffee. Thanks for being patient. My wife appreciates the small acts of service and my guess is your wife probably will too. It simply comes down to putting the needs of our wife's first above our own needs. Here are some examples of acts of service for my wife that when I do them, I know she really appreciates it and it means a lot. So one, my first example is coffees. Perfect example, you guys got to enjoy it real time. I typically wake up before my wife on a normal morning. I come downstairs and always brew myself a nice warm cup of hot coffee. I have one down here with me right now. I'm not a hippie. I don't dilute it with all the sugar and creamer like a lot of you types do, you unsophisticated types like my wife. Just love it, pure black coffee. It's delicious. When I'm done, my goal is to try to remember to brew her one as well. I forgot today. Luckily, I remembered because when she comes downstairs, having a nice warm cup of coffee ready to go instead of having to get out a K cup, do all that dance is really helpful for her. Helps speeds up her day, and it's just a little way I can show her I love her. It's not a sacrificial thing for me to do that, right? It's not hard. It's not a uh. It's just a little keeping her in the forefront of my mind, how I can make her life a little easier. Another example here, making your bed. It's pretty simple. If I can, I always try to make the bed first thing in the morning. Some mornings I can't do it or she beats me to it because we have a four month old foster baby that is in a uh, bassinet in our room. So sometimes it doesn't happen, but most mornings we try, I try to make the bed. And obviously serving your wife can also mean big things, right? If In your marriage, you're the man, the husband handles the tracking of the finances, making sure finances are in order. It's ensuring you have all the necessary estate documents, wills, insurances, all the adulting things that none of us really enjoy doing, making sure that that stuff is done. Typically, I've found in marriages, either the man or the woman kind of handle that, if if you're if in, your hut in marriage, the man is the one that handles that primarily, make sure it's all done, it's all up to date. She knows where to get that information. So if the worst case scenario happens, you can even serve your wife when you're gone, right? I know nobody likes to talk about it. It's scary. It's morbid. But it's the truth. Also, another thing to point out, serving your wife doesn't necessarily mean conducting acts of service. Purely hypothetically speaking maybe you have a wife that likes the dishwasher loaded a very specific way or the vacuum lines on the carpet to look a certain way. And you know what? That's fine. We're allowed to be particular about the things we want. So what I would encourage you to do is don't try to force yourself into that area. Hey, I'll, I'll load the dishwasher tonight for you, honey. If you know she's going to come right back behind you and rearrange the dishes in the way she knows are right and correct. Same way with vacuuming. If you have tried to vacuum and you just can't duplicate those incredible vacuum lines that she demands, just let her do it. It's more I, I have found it's more frustrating when we try to step into an area where our wives have specific, have a specific vision of what it should look like. Just let them do it. Figure out another way. To help your wife. Don't force yourself into an area where they're happy to own it. I'm going to recommend a book to everybody listening right now. It's a wonderful book. And I will include a link to the book and an assessment in the show notes. It is called The Five Love Languages by Dr. Gary Chapman. Like I said, I will include an online assessment link so so you and your spouse can take it. And if you've never heard of this or have never taken it before... It will be eye-opening for you. The first time I participated in it and did it and my wife did it, we learned a lot. We learned a ton. So, Dr. Chapman shares that we feel loved and show love in five different ways. ways. The five ways are... Sorry, I have my notes in front of me and I got a little disorganized there, so bear with me. Dr. Chapman shares that we feel loved and show love in five different ways. Physical touch words of affirmation, acts of service, gifts, and quality time. Most of us are wired that one, two, three of these will pop above the others as things that are more important. Let me give you a situation that maybe some of you have experienced. Imagine you're a husband that shows your wife your love by primarily physical touch. Now, I'm not just talking about sex. We know that's what men want. But I'm talking about physical touch the way most women enjoy it sweet, kind, gentle, hugs, holding of the hands, hands on the back, rubbing of the shoulders, guys, without the hopes of sexy time later, you know, that kind of stuff, snuggling on the couch, sweet, gentle, touching. That is awesome, that's great. But, in your mind, think of this, what if your wife is wired in a way where she feels loved when you tell her how amazing she is? Physical touch is fine, but she really needs to hear how beautiful she is. How she's the best wife a man could ever dream of. How she's an incredible mom. How she cooks well. How she looks amazing in that dress. Whatever it is, she needs to be told. She needs to hear the words that she's awesome. But you don't do that because you don't ever realize that's how she needs loved. Or, said a different way... That's how you can serve your wife, by telling her how incredible she is. So this online assessment from Dr. Gary Chapman, the five love languages, will allow you to both discover your love language, how you feel loved, and then also with your spouse. Have them take it as well, so you can see and identify how they feel loved. A lot of times, husbands and wives will feel loved differently than the other one. That's okay. That just means we have to make it an intentional effort to love our spouse the way they need it. Okay, great segue to my third point about how to be a rockstar husband. Point number one, lead your wife. Point number two, serve your wife. Point number three, cherish your wife. Cherish. That's a word I don't use frequently because I can barely say it correctly. I don't know if anybody else uses it a lot. Maybe, but... I wanted to look it up just to ensure I had the correct definition, and I didn't want to prepare a podcast thinking it meant one thing and it actually meant something else. So according to merriam webster the definition of cherish is to hold dear, feel or show affection for, to keep or cultivate with care and affection. Close your eyes real quick. Well, don't, not if you're driving or doing something you can't. Don't do that, that'd be very bad. But if you can, pause for five seconds, close your eyes. Replay the past day, week, month, year in your mind. Would an objective third party look at what you just went through your mind and look at how you treat and even more subtly, what you think about your wife and would they determine that she is something or someone you hold dear? Is your wife someone you cultivate with care and affection? What do you think? What do you think? Let alone an objective third person. What's your opinion? Do you cultivate with care and affection your wife? Do you hold her dear? Not because of how you feel, but how you treat her, right? How we feel is irrelevant. How we treat our wives is what's important here. I was listening recently to an amazing Dr. John MacArthur, the pastor, and he articulates what it looks like to cherish your wife better than I can. So I'm going to share his words here from Dr. John MacArthur. He leads her with such tenderness and such sensitivity and such care and such gentleness and such strength and such consistency and such fidelity and such faithfulness Faithfulness that she just relishes his presence. There is no fear on her part. Can your wife describe the way you love and cherish her similar to the words I just shared from Dr. John MacArthur? <clears throat> A husband shows his wife that he cherishes her when he makes her a priority and regularly expresses his affection, his devotion, and his commitment to her. Key two words in that phrase, regularly expresses. How often do you make it a point to express your affection, your devotion, and your commitment to to your wife? How do you do it? Okay, now I want your mind to go to your most cherished physical possession. A car, a ring, a plaque, a set of golf clubs, a gun. Whatever your thing is, your most prized, cherished, physical thing. How do you treat it? Okay, you probably know where I'm going with this. Now compare that thing to your wife. Which one do you handle with more care? Which one do you show more affection for, more gentleness for? Your wife or that thing? You're like me and have done some honest self-assessment here. I've got a lot of work to do, and I'm sure as a husband, you probably do as well. I'm sure most of us want to consistently show or we are sharing our wives. So what are some things we can do? So I would start with one by asking your wife, how does she feel cherished? Ask her how she feels valued. Go do that five love language assessment. Use that thing, that tool to show your wife and love your wife the way she needs it. I'm slowly learning that asking more questions in general is a win for my wife. Ask her what she needs, ask her about her day. Just be curious about your wife instead of trying to assume we know what they need. Just ask. Number two, actually express your feelings. I really do cherish my wife. Deep down in my soul, I cherish her. I love her deeply. She's amazing. But if I never express it to her, both in words and in deed, how is she supposed to know that I do? How? She can't read my mind. So for example, words of affirmation are super important to my wife. A simple, thanks for doing this. Thanks for that. Wow, that thing you did was awesome. You're such a blessing to me and the kids. That goes a really long way. In my marriage, I have found a lot of times if I simply verbalize my inner thoughts and and verbalize my appreciation, it goes a really long way. A fun way to express your love to your wife is to create a list of single line love notes for her. You know, you can put them either on an index card or a sticky note and just randomly stage them throughout the house in places that she'll find them at different intervals of time. Now, I'm not saying go put out 20 different love notes right now and she finds them all today, but make a stack of them and go put it in her Bible, go put it in her car, go put it in her makeup drawer go put it in her sock drawer put it where you you know where your wife goes and where she has to work and do her daily stuff go you know just simple things like you're amazing i love your eyes your laugh is so joyful whatever it is right unique to your wife make it special make it specific to her i would encourage you for number 3 on how we can cherish our wives is put a reminder in your phone or in your calendar or if you're, you know, really old school and whatever notebook you use, to remind you to show your wife that you cherish her. We put all kinds of stuff in these calendars and reminders and appointments to make sure we don't lose track of them. Why not use that tool for the most important person in your life? Why not utilize that to help you be a better person? I know a lot of people will say, oh, that's not romantic, that's not, okay, fine. And everything done is better than perfect right yep should we all just inherently remember to do these things out of our minds because we are so on fire in love with them yeah sure there's some good uh romance novels out there some movies if you believe that's how it works that you can go watch and convince yourself that's how it works but that's not how it really works so husbands use your calendar use your tool, whatever organization mechanism you use to help you remind yourself of the things you need to do Put, use that to help you to remember, to show your wife that you cherish her. So just some more ideas. Write her a love note. Thank her for the things she did today. Tell her she's beautiful. Share a song that makes you think of her. Example from uh, uh, from my life this past week. Uh, at work, I run a, a operations a fulfillment center. And for whatever reason, part of the team was going old school R&B on me. And they had Casey and JoJo's all my life playing, right? For giving away my age a little here, but that's middle school primetime zone for me. So I sent a message to my wife said, hey, the, my, my crew was playing a song that reminded me, and I shared it with her, and I think it could have kind of made her her couple minutes there. Which was just fun that she knew that song popped on it, made me think of her. One other book I want to recommend before I wrap up this episode is the book called Love and Respect by Emerson Egridge. Love and Respect. It's a great book that I would encourage you and your wife to read together. The basics of the book is that a wife needs to feel loved and a man needs to be respected. Men, I challenge you this week and beyond to make loving your wife a priority. Pick one intentional action this week and commit to it. See how your wife responds and how doing an intentional act of service or an intentional act of cherishing impacts her. My guess is you'll see her eyes light up and her smile light up. The world we are currently living in desperately needs men who are going to be husbands their spouses need and deserve. We need, we meaning the world, need strong biblical husbands now. Desperately. We all need to step up and do better. want you to join me on social media. Twitter, AMBS underscore ambs__2babylon. That is the abbreviation for ambassadors underscore to Babylon on Twitter, Facebook, real simple, ambassadors to Babylon. Shoot me an email if you want to connect. My email is ambassadors to Babylon at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to this episode. Go and show your neighbors the love of Christ.